I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Hello and welcome to uh, Not The Weekend podcast. Uh, this is Frank Skinner and I'm here with Emily and Gareth. Hi. Hello. Can I start with a grammatical question? Feel free. I sit amidst a bank of computers like some sort of radio Rick Waitman. Mm. Um, I've got three computer... Now, this is, this is where I, I struggle. Okay. Uh, three... You know a computer mouse? You know the yes. mouse that you have on the mouse? Oh, yeah. I've got three of those in front of me. Now, oh, what is... See where you're going. Yeah, yeah. What is the plural for are, those three things? Are they mice? Are they mice, You've though? got mice. Definitely, you've got three mice. Three blind mice. You've got a mice problem, a mouse problem. No, but would mice? I say I've got three computer mice? No. Or would I say mouses? You wouldn't... Mouses? mouses. Well, mice. it's got to be one of the others, surely. Mouses. I don't know, Frank. I'm sorry, I can't help you with that. Well, maybe some one of our many listeners. Um, you'd say you'd say which mouse should I use, not which of these mice. <laughs> no, what you've just you've just changed the construct of the <laughs> sentence to avoid the plural. Yeah. You're going to do that for the rest of your life, or you're going to face things. <laughs> I thought you'd know, Gareth, because you've got an IT avoid. vibe. <laughs> IT vibe is um, it's um. You've got to confront your house. You know what Doctor Doctor Freud said about you know it's very tempting to just lock things away. He said mm. in this lecture, no, if I had a very troublesome student, it'd be very easy to lock him, get him out, and lock him outside. It'd be better, would it not? Because we'd still be aware he was out there. He'd still spoil the lecture. If I spoke to him now and we worked it out, everything would be fine. And it's the same with your neuroses and problems. Don't lock them away. <laughs> confront them. Is it my or is it mouses? What if the student tried to stab him? Then he should be locked oh, away. Oh God! <laughs> well, you've 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 escalated. Stabbing <laughs> a stabbing so early in the podcast. Right. I mean, it started, <laughs> sort of day. <laughs> it's all started very bad. I, Emma, our producer, as um, just as I was about to <laughs> yeah. begin this, said she got an eye twitch. Did she? You know when you oh, get I an eye got twitch. one of those. You know when you can mm. feel it going. Yeah. I thought it was like an iPad thing when you said that. <laughs> yeah. I twitch. I wanted to get one immediately. <laughs> I got materialistic. Yeah, but what's the plural? <laughs> eye twitches or eye twitch? <laughs> anyway, I don't, I don't think you can say that. Oh no, that's not. A, it's I fine. Think, I think mm. you're fine. I, I, can I find twitch, twitch in here? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm just going online to order just an eye twitch. Sounds like it should be. I'm going to online to order an eye twitch. Anyway. Yes. It's all right. <laughs> I know. There's no such... Oh. No, it's not. <laughs> God, I... It's not. There is now. No, that... Well, yeah. That's the... Anyway, there's no... You know when you get an eye twitch, when you get that... It's sort of... It's not really the eye. It's the area just below the eye, I would say. Mm. Oh, start, yeah. It's not... Yeah. You feel like your face desperately wants to wink. I've been having that a lot in Edinburgh. I think it's tiredness. What, you desperately want to wink? <laughs> Saying so many cheeky things is what does it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to passing ladies. Can you, get, can you get a double eye twitch when they both... That's a squint. No. Because it moves into squint territory. That's a stroke. That's a whole oh, other area. No, oh, you defi- no. No, that would be terrible. Oh, no. Where do we go from here? Down to the lake? I fear. I fear. Aye, 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 aye. Well, let's not do the whole song. <laughs> we'll be here all day. Um, we had, we had a, did we have an email... Yes, we've had an email. Uh-huh. Hello, Mr. Skinner. 
I was in Teviot, in Teviot, the Gilded Te- Balloon. Te- I think it's Teviot. 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 Yeah, it's Teviot, yeah. Um, with a friend on Saturday, that's a p- place in the Edinburgh Festival. Mm. We should make clear to I people. think it's a place in Scotland as well, isn't it? The te- mm. Is it the Teviot Te- Hills, or have I made Te-Viet. that up? Oh, don't look at me. Te-Viet. How am I going to know? <laughs> Sorry. Well, he was there, um, which is, and the Gilded Balloon, with a friend on Saturday night. You, that's you. Yeah. Came down the spiral staircase into the bar. What a fabulous entrance. Like Ben Davis. <laughs> <laughs> in All About Eve. And a man lit your cigarette, which was on a holder. No. Um, then went which back. Was on a holder. In a holder. <laughs> on a holder. I mean, you know, I hate it when people try to join in and they're just not up to it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't do that either. I hate that. <laughs> then went back up two seconds later. So you're up and down the staircases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just, I was just checking. Everything was all right down there. I've got the flat upstairs. (laughs) I was literally six inches away from. Did I have a candlestick with me? (laughs) This is the. He was literally six inches. How do you think he measured that? Six inches away. Six inches. That was an invasion of my space, surely. (laughs) Can I just say there's so many footnotes to this anecdote, to this reading, this email out. Well, they're six inch notes to be precise. (laughs) So he was literally... He was six inches away. We don't know how he knew. Wearing a, a full T-shirt, oh. saying... A full T-shirt? Yes. Full? Yes, the full. Oh, the, the full. full. He was wearing the full I think he said he was wearing a full T-shirt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not just the sleeves. Well, you know, when, you know when the collar is very low cut these days? That's not a full T-shirt, is it? That's barely I don't, a... I don't know when the collar is very low no? cut nowadays, I'll be honest with I you. I do. What, what a V-neck? Do. Well, not a V-neck, but yeah. you know when it's sort of just very low? Scooped. Scooped. Oh, men, <laughs> men nowadays wear scoops. That is a V-neck, Gareth. It's not a V because it's only a V if it's got a point. Oh, tell me about fashion. Why don't you? No, yeah. but that is man right. in the tweed sure, jacket. You've got to have a point to it's be like a V. A, it's like That's a, a U neck. <laughs> That's if what you've that got is. no point, it's either an open neck or it's me. <laughs> maybe it's a, maybe That's it's good. a sweetheart. <laughs> you hadn't um, banked on that. A anyway, sweetheart. so he's <laughs> six inches away, yeah. wearing a the fall T-shirt, mm. saying. Then started whistling, say, he, saying, wait a minute, he was, yeah, this is him. <laughs> I'm confused. Can we say that on the air? Yeah. Am Can you say what? It? He's saying, bloody hell. Oh, God, you're that's, pushing it. That's Frank You're pushing Skinner. it to the absolute limit. He's saying, bloody hell, that's Frank Skinner. <gasps> then Don't started whistling, how I wrote Elastic Man. You never... I like the way you pronounced it, Elastic. <laughs> elastic Man. <laughs> yeah, that's the fall song. Yeah. That would be... I, it's Come on, we saw that. I know song. how that goes, that song, Frank, because I know the fall so well. Go on, then. How I'm a elastic man! How I'm a elastic man! That's how it goes. It's not really mm. whistling, <laughs> I wouldn't call that whistling yeah, that, under any circumstances. That really distinguishes it from the other four songs. <laughs> Meaning? They're quite different to that. So, anyway, I walked past this man six And you never noticed away. him. You never noticed him. He was whistling, he was wearing a low-cut T-shirt. <laughs> I never gaze at a man in a low-cut T-shirt. What about the next yeah. bit? He says, I wanted to say hello and shake You've your hand. You've taken over. You've just gone, well, well it's thanks for the best, frankly, isn't it, at this point? <laughs> I thought I'd step in. I think it's nice that you share it. It's like yeah. BBC News. Yeah, we share it, don't we, Gareth? Yes. I wanted to say hello and shake your hand, but my friend said I would look like a sad loser if I approached you. Well, what does that mean? Sounds like he looked like a sad loser anyway. Yeah. And yeah. also, he was only six Whistling inches away. In <laughs> it's not what I call an approach. He didn't have to do much movement. <laughs> <laughs> His friend was wrong. He just really lurch. He just yeah. needed to yeah. lurch slightly. Yeah. So do you think he should have said hello? Yeah, of course. People always come to me and say stuff. He wouldn't have been a sad loser. He would have been a fine fellow. I would have shook his hand. We would have talked about the old days, had a little chat about the fall. 
Well, there you go, Chris McKeon. Next and time, go be... up to Frank. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Most people don't. I tell you what, I was um, I was queuing up at um, a soup kitchen in the 1980s. <laughs> Things weren't going so well at the time. <laughs> no, I was queuing up at um, King's Cross Station. Oh. They have all the liqueurs now, these women. Um, <laughs> and uh, now I was queuing for my ticket, and a guy came up to me, mm. um, and he's, he had a young woman with him, and uh, he, he, he said, oh... Right, he said, "I'm um, I'm Andrew Gordon, Ray's son." Oh, Ray, Ray Gordon. Yeah. No, nothing. No, that's what I thought. But I thought, <laughs> oh, and I no. went, "Oh, hello." <laughs> and because uh, you can't be rude to people, he said, "Can I say thank? Just say thanks, because I th- I thought your reading was th- was the best one of the lot." I said, "Oh, thanks, cheers," <gasps> and then he went away. Reading? I've no idea. Wow. Tarot card reading. Well, I was a palmist. <laughs> in, uh, I was. I Might was. Be what it was. Yeah, I was. Um, gypsy, oh, um, gypsy Ned. Did you work for British Gas? Well, oh, I did. Oh. Yeah, I did. I was a gas man in the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> I've still got the Mac. Um, oh, we came round their house once. Ever such a good reading he gave us. Uh, yeah, but oh, what you was remember he, that? What well, was I the thought, reading? My first thought was funeral. That's what I would have thought. An ovation. Oh. Mm, but I can't remember ever doing a reading at a funeral it's not the kind of thing you forget well the fact that he says I'm Ray Gordon or did he say he was Ray's son no he's Andrew Ray's son he's not Ray Gordon (laughs) one assumes that Ray Gordon is no longer with us I'm Andrew Gordon Ray's son did he say like you should know well he said and I reacted as if I I, you know I virtually said of course with my eyes Mm. I don't wish to be indelicate but was it at a time which I will call a slightly darker period in your life when perhaps you might not remember what happened. Mm. Do you know what I mean, Frank? It's the drinking years. I don't think they'd have let me do a reading at the funeral <laughs> there. Because it would have ended with a song. And people don't like it at the funeral. Probably some, some dancing. Some what I took to be like traditional folk dancing. But which wasn't. No, this, this, I got the feeling that this was part of my celebrity life. That I'd done a reading, mm. oh. you know, and it was a bit of a... I was a sort of a novelty. I was a trophy reader at some point. I see. But I have no idea. No idea. I'm going to Google Ray Gordon. I thought about that, but it's a very common name, isn't it, Ray Gordon? Well, I don't know. I also went to a show, a very fabulous show, by a bloke called um, Dr. Brown. Oh, yeah. Uh, not Doc Brown, the comedy rapper, who's the uh, brother of um, Zadie Smith. Not okay. him. But this this is an American guy, and he's very good. But his assistant, who was like his lighting man and coming out to one off stage, yeah. was an enormous man with a massive moustache who wore a wasp outfit. I've <laughs> been a big wasp outfit. He's like a six foot six man in a wasp outfit, oh. and he had curly black hair. I think it could have been a wig actually, and a moustache. And as I, he was quite terrifying looking, as I left, he just leaned across and said, "Can I say you were a childhood idol of mine?" <laughs> <laughs> The Star Wasp man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've, no, I was really quite moved. I must that must say. have been a big moment for you. No, oh, I can't tell you. Well, I've I've googled Ray Gordon. Have you? And um, it says Ray Gordon free erotic stories, <laughs> <laughs> audio erotic stories. So, um, oh God, I didn't read one. Did I, <laughs> did I read an erotic story? <laughs> does it honestly say that? Yes, it does. Yeah. 
Ray it Gordon says audio books. erotica, Ray Gordon. <gasps> you did a reading. Yeah. Oh, Thanks. Just, no. just reading what it says, you know it says the title in blue on... Don't read anything rude. Enough, don't no. anyone go on it. Oh. If you're young. Oh. Or of a sensitive disposition. Because <laughs> it looks well right. rude. I'm going to go off it, in fact, because that probably Fourth be. Radio are going to not like this sort of right? thing. <laughs> oh, dear. I've got quite... I have to say, I've got a bit anxious. <laughs> oh, gosh, hang on. That is so bizarre. But you know, in a way, does it matter? It gave someone pleasure somewhere. Um, also, mm. uh, I, I had a, a really... I'd say one of the happiest things of my life happened to me. You know, people talk about the birth of a child. Yeah. Or you have to, what's the best thing you've ever... I had this conversation when I was at the World Cup and I um, we talked with, you know, amongst... Emma, in fact, our producer was there. Should I say, Emma, what your answer was? I said to Emma, what's the best thing you've ever... Because she was saying her auntie had gone um, on a holiday around mm. the Cape Town area and, and her auntie said it was the best thing they'd ever done. Aww. And I said, what's the best thing you've ever done? And, and Emma said, marry Mike. Oh, isn't that lovely? Mike Newman. Yeah. Or is it a previous Mike? <laughs> yeah. Her husband's called Jeff. <laughs> I've got, she's got the name wrong. No. Um, and then, and uh, I think uh, David Baddiel is some DVD. <laughs> anyway, um, so we, we, were, we were talking about... Uh, and this, if someone said to me, no, what's the best thing, not that I've done, that's ever happened to you, this would mm. be in the list. Mm. I, I, you may not know this, but I write a column for the London Times. Oh, yes, I'm familiar with it. And um, it's a weekly column, and what they do, you send the column in, and then they, they, sometimes they'll phone up and say, um, th- this is the, the grammar's wrong on this, or actually he wasn't Prime Minister for seven years, he's Prime Minister for oh, eight I years. I bet that's a difficult phone call. Yeah, it is a difficult phone yeah. call, but I mean, often it's factual and then it's okay, but sometimes yeah. it, there's a debate. We had a debate just a couple of weeks ago whether it was to hell in a handcart or to hell on a handcart. Oh, in a, surely? Yeah, well, it is in a, but the joke involved me saying oh. an honour about something else, mm. and I, I was keen to bend the rules, but they wouldn't have it. Mm. Anyway, this week this guy phoned up. I'd wrote a, an article about uh, they're closing, they're going to close a lot of public libraries, they think, in England. Right. You know, local, local libraries. Well, Sarah Millican will be in business. Did she say that on air? That she used to have a fantasy library. She that's, did. That's what I'm making reference to. In last, in last Saturday's last, show, last Saturday's show. Are you back referring? <laughs> I'm back referring. <laughs> well, I believe that's that's called intertextuality. Yeah, you won't rich, go any further. So, tapestry. So anyway, he found me up and he said, uh, "You've." Uh, he said, "I think this is a, a spelling error, but it's actually also a very clever joke." Mm-hmm. Oh. And I said. Well, I, I, I mean, I'd heard the word error, I'd heard the word joke, I was, I was in turmoil. Yeah, that's what my English teachers always used to say to me. Yeah. Well, this is what he, he said. Uh, I'd said that when I... I had, I had an idealised image of local libraries. I said I had an yeah. idea of, probably in black and white, the image of working-class people going and soaking up knowledge from borrowed books they wouldn't have been able to have bought because mm. they didn't have the money. And, it was, and I said that thought makes, makes me dewy-eyed. Mm. You know, dewy-eyed. And I'd spelt Dewey, D-E-W-E-Y. And apparently there's no E in Dewey, as in oh, like I see, morning okay. Dewey. And 
the classification system yeah. that librarians call is it the called Dewey? It's the Dewey. Oh Dewey my decimal God! System. Yeah. So brilliant. I think I might have proved the existence <laughs> of God. Yeah. That God not only has written a joke through me, but also as a pun. And I said, what I love about this joke, best of all, it's my dream joke. It's a pun, and also it's incredibly obscure, right? Yeah. But what I love about this joke is if it had been left in, I would be one of the people who hadn't got it. <laughs> which is brilliant. And he said, well, shall I cut it out? I said, no, put a capital on it. Because <laughs> it should be Dewey with a capital D. So that's what we did. But How marvellous. I was so... Pl- and then I thought, hold on a minute now, or have I disproved the existence of God? Oh, I see. Because does that suggest that something and very chance. complex and beautiful could in fact happen just like that with no intervention at all? Well, well, no, just without your intervention. So you just proved you're not God. <laughs> oh no, dear! But it could just that was be a bad random. day for everyone. <laughs> yeah. oh, obviously, I'm going to dispute that. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, you haven't seen my CV. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was, oh, Frank, uh, what a lovely moment. Oh, man, I can't tell you. I, mm. I put the phone down. I just got on the train then to Edinburgh after it. I was beaming. I was so... Do you know that Johnny Mathis song, uh, When a Child is Born? Oh, yeah. Well, this was When a Joke is Born. <laughs> and yeah. I actually caught myself on the train going... Which I must say, I've done a lot more just lately. I found myself um, oh. humming in public and whistling. And it was born all of its own accord. It was like the Immaculate Conception, it really. Was. Yeah, we're back to the honestly. It's back one of the, to the religious. It's honestly thing. one of the best things that's ever happened to me. It's such a fine, fine joke, <laughs> and it came from the ether. There you go. Where is ether nowadays? Very <laughs> good. I'm I'm glad to hear that. So I've had a fun week um, up in Edinburgh, and it was I, I rounded off our time in Edinburgh with a bit of a shopping trip. Oh. Yeah. And I went with uh, Jimmy Carr. Are you familiar with Jimmy Carr? I know Jimmy Carr. <laughs> I know Jimmy Carr. Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. I know Jimmy Carr. <laughs> well, I should jump in at this point. Oh, should you? You're going to jump. That I I'd have like a Jimmy see. Carr anecdote, which I know for a fact is not as good as your Jimmy Carr oh, anecdote. Okay. So I'll do mine now. Oh, you know this anecdote. I met Jimmy I, Carr. You two have been sharing anecdotes without yeah. me. Yeah, we see other Sans people. Sans Frank. <laughs> Sans Franck. <laughs> I didn't know you even met Sans Franck. <laughs> patron saint of brilliant jokes your favourite thing that I because when, when a good joke comes I'm going to ruin one of your jokes again did we tell this on the show you're going to ruin one of my jokes you know stop when asking I... me what we did on the show why don't you have a listen before we record this if you don't remember you anything know, you know when I try and tell one of your jokes that was brilliant at uh, the um, Critic Crunch, Crunch Cabaret a man said you said what was your favourite things and he said travel and food and you said you should get an ice cream van <laughs> Best thing ever. Best that thing is ever. that is a fine. I'd forgotten that. Very that. good. <laughs> See, that, that, that makes me think God exists. Um, but um, Jimmy Carr, I met him backstage. So at taking a gig the credit from me that we were. You both, see that? Taking the credit from me for that joke. <laughs> I didn't. You were fully credited. Yeah. You, <laughs> now you they're rolling. One of God. No, Stop I'm arguing ni- and talking <laughs> about my famous friends. As a suggestion, I'm nicking God's material. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe um, it. I met Jimmy Carr backstage at the horn <laughs> section. Oh, oh, singing it every... You know we when you see doing. him, you're going to keep singing it now. That's all right. You'll and be okay with it. And of course I say my in was... Um, we, um, I'm afraid uh, there's we no room at the know, end. <laughs> we both know... Um, there I am stealing God's material again. <laughs> and I'm uh, trying to look for an in. Sorry. Uh, 
<laughs> you met Jimmy Carr. You met Jimmy and Carr. I said, of course, we've got a mutual friend, um, Emily Dean. Oh, don't use me as currency. Not me. Yeah. Not me, you know. No. no. He said, never heard of her. <gasps> he did not say that. Did he? <laughs> No. <laughs> Why did you say that? You just had to put me just down. Just for this moment. Just for this moment. Never rob Emily of no, a he said, celebrity oh, friend. Well, exactly. He said, oh, Emily Dean, beauty queen. One of my favourites. <laughs> One of my favourites? I don't charge by the hour. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible stuff. Emily sir. Dean, beauty queen. It's his nickname for me. Is it? Yeah. It's not really a nickname. No. It's more of a rap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've always thought he'd be a great rapper, Jimmy Carr. <laughs> yeah. We can't do the whole show about Jimmy Carr. Oh, no, no, we can't. You're right. <laughs> What's your... Um... Well, I don't really have no, but he took me shopping for a present because him and his girlfriend wanted to buy me a birthday present. He's a bit uh, tardy. Well, no, I know. He's been at the Montreal Comedy Festival. OK. Um, so, anyway... They want I to... was at... Did I ever tell you this? I was, at, I was at the Montreal Comedy Festival with Jimmy once and I was mid-anecdote, I think. And he said to me, I'm sorry, um, but I'm going to have to talk to that person over there because he's an American TV producer. <laughs> and he just walked off. Brilliant. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm with him on that. OK. So, um, so anyway, so we went shopping. But it, when you go shopping with someone for the present, it's quite awkward and embarrassing because you think, where do I pitch the level of gift? Yeah, the price is the problem. Well, this is the thing. So I wanted to discreetly look at the price, but then that looks awful. So I thought, oh, I didn't know where to pitch Why didn't you it. ask him for a range? Oh, I can't do that, Frank. What's the range? No. Oh, I would have. I like would being you? up front. Yeah, otherwise, you know. Oh, I don't... Oh, no, the northern directness is too much, or midlands directness. <laughs> In oh, this... man, what if you'd ask for an eye twitch? <laughs> <laughs> and he was thinking more CD disc, man. <laughs> <laughs> Someone once bought me a baseball. I didn't know where to pitch it. Anyway. Oh. That proves we, can, we, can, we can cut that out in the edit. <laughs> cut that out in the edit. That joke proves the existence of so Tim Vines. I, I wanna, <laughs> yeah, that Lucifer, that proves the existence of. <laughs> so what, what did you do? So I didn't know that? where to pitch it, so I thought, well, what do I do? So then, because I'd been popping into, it was Harvey Nichols in Edinburgh, I'd been going there quite a lot for my purchases. Mm-hmm. Thank God I had one that, up here. So I'd been buying and browsing. So one of the women recognised me. So she came over to me, and I was looking in Prada, and she went, oh, you're back again, those boots you were trying on last week, which I happened to be trying on. I know. Uh She went, those boots you were trying on, are you going to get them now? So it looked awful. It looked like I tried the boots on, and it was premeditated. Oh, it was awful. So I thought, well, and Jimmy went, yeah, try the boots on. I thought, oh, no, I don't want to. I don't want to get the boots. What kind of price range are we talking for the Well, I don't know. I was trying to look at the price, and then I thought, oh, no, that's awful. And she kept saying, put them on properly. Hold on, let me get this right. You're telling me you tried a pair of boots (laughs) on without, first of all, looking at the price? Well, yeah, because then... What kind of wantonness is that? Well, then if I fall in love with them, I'll have to have them, and it won't. price won't act as a as a deterrent I see so anyway so I managed to get him away from there because it was too embarrassing and then we went to find the scarves I thought that's the right price range oh scarves <laughs> so then as we were looking at the scarves Jonathan Ross's agent walked in and he starts chatting to us and he says oh we're getting the scarves get him to buy you two buy her two Jimmy well then by that stage it started to look like the whole thing was a setup. Oh, it God. was awful I couldn't get but anyway I ended up getting my scarf from Jimmy I'm wearing it now actually oh, it's, it's a skull nice. scarf yeah got a bit I afraid. wish I'd have got a bit afraid around the edges I was meant to be. Oh, sorry, I'd like know. to have approached in there and said, Dora, <laughs> did you ever get that Austin Allegro <laughs> you were talking about? You saw in the exchange of Mark. That would have... That would have that you would know have that twix you were trying to make Jimmy Carr buy you? Did that come off? <laughs> <laughs> it's a gift you can share, of course. Well, exactly. What is? A twix. Some idiot. A oh, twix. sorry, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Jimmy Carr, the hydrate, I call him. <laughs> 
I say Jimmy Carbohydrate. right? <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, I think we've talked too much about Jimmy Carr. It'd be great if he married a woman. <laughs> if he married a woman whose surname was Behydrate and the child had <laughs> a hyphenated surname. Oh, you, you must know the uh, the the Devon you, Behydrate. You've my girlfriend. Yeah, Lizzie Behydrate. <laughs> yeah. Stop it. Praise <laughs> my friend. High Carbohydrate. <laughs> I don't like this anymore. Like Jimmy Carr. <laughs> Excuse me. If you had celebrity friends, I'd do impressions of them. Well, I have got three celebrity friends. You've got David Baddiel, who I yeah, do an impression of. you do of. an impression of. <laughs> and, um... Hello, Graham. Mark Pugach. <laughs> Who's that? He's, uh... It's not another surname. He's just he's, a friend. He's not a celebrity. He's not actually a friend. He's someone I've met once. I'm just scratching around for celebrity friends. He's on Five Live. <laughs> he's on Five Live? <laughs> Oh, I, my God, and Ray Gordon, erotic audio uh, tape. Uh, yeah, That's the extent. He's not as much a friend as a colleague. <laughs> yeah, I found it, I found it actually, a on colleague. Amazon. That's more of a professional relationship, me <laughs> and Ray Gordon. On Amazon, I found Frank Skinner reads Ray Gordon. You have not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, you frightened me to death. I've lost. I know, I've no, I tell you what I want to about. You were talking about things that had been annoying you, being a bit grumpy, and lots of things have been annoying you this week. You were telling me. Well, I tell you, next year I'm I've worked out my Edinburgh show. Oh. What I'm going to do is I'm going to sit on stage, very very still, mm. <laughs> in silence. Sounds brilliant for an hour, right? Because I've discovered that that is a skill which almost no one has anymore. I went to see Daniel Kitson's rather excellent one-man play. Oh, I love play. that. Well. Didn't talk all the way through, did he? No, he did. <laughs> but so people were... Someone behind me took out a bag of sweets and started... And nobody... People just can't... They can't keep quiet. They have to say, I like this bit when it's... <laughs> just shut, shut up! It's an hour! I knew we shouldn't hour. have bought those sweets, Daisy, I told you. I know, but it's an... And, and I just... The new... This is a new thing now that's coming mm. in. People who wouldn't make a noise, and this is what I've noticed. <laughs> I'm sitting, and this happened to me, in that, but it also happened to me at the cinema last week. You're sitting there, and you're aware of a light at the corner of your eye, and it's someone checking their text. Oh, I can't believe it. Because it's silent, they think, oh, that's okay. And you don't, you can't yeah. shush someone. You can't shush someone for, uh, for I light. just put my hand over their phone, cover <laughs> the light up. That's what I'd do. What I'd love to be able to do is have a phone where I could text them. <laughs> Put that light out, the old ARP warden thing. <laughs> but what can you... It's, it's a difficult... How do you approach that? Because you don't want... You can't shush someone who's put a light on. Yeah, I'll tell you exactly what you do. You do what some woman did to me in the quiet carriage. Yes, I sat in the quiet carriage. I know. What, kiss them full <laughs> on the lips? No. <laughs> oh. On the way up to Edinburgh. <laughs> and I change. was trying to be quiet, but it's hard for me. And also, I didn't realise, in the quiet carriage, apparently, it means total silence. Yeah, they're very strict in the quiet carriage. It's so carriage. silent. It's you like, get a robber knife and fork. Yeah. It's like being the children in The Sound of Music, hiding in that little chapel bit. That's Ooh. how quiet you have to Isn't be. Isn't that like Frank's think... diary? No. OK. Um, so anyway, so I'm in the quiet carriage, and literally there was a woman trying to sleep, and I got some... You did anything, I opened my bag, and just went zip with a zip, and she went... <sighs> Like that. Every time I did anything, I got some ice for a drink, and she kept sighing. She went, oh. So that's what you do. That's what you do. You just sigh. You sigh. Mm. 
Well, you should say, sorry, this is the quiet carriage and I'm trying to sit here and your sighing <laughs> is just a racket. Yeah, but this would only really work if I was in the dark carriage. <laughs> yeah. you, do you want to sit in the dark carriage? Look. Because it's, I can't, I, if I say, if I go, oh, that's <laughs> going to annoy more people than oh, the light. Yeah. So you're going to put on an Edinburgh show, you're going to sit there in silence. I t- it's a and, rare and, and, gift. When, and when someone says... I'll tell you why I'm sitting there! <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm going to go, ah, shh. And we'll do that. And then, even worse, he, I, I can't, oh, honestly. Oh. So, I, oh. Oh, okay. So. Something else. At the t- now seems all right, but at the time was very annoying. I was on I was on the uh, train going up to Edinburgh, and about an hour before we reached Edinburgh, um, a lady sitting just behind and opposite me started spraying perfume on herself. But I mean, I heard, I thought it was a dog with a rubber ball that the squeaker had broken on. That was my first thought. But she sprayed and. It was thick. In, it was an enclosed public space. What was the perfume? Well, I... And what sort of fragrance? I think it was Charlie. <laughs> Can't be sure. Oh, so she was 82. Okay. <laughs> no, she was a cocaine addict. <laughs> no. <laughs> she, um... It doesn't matter, does it? It really matters to me. You think that's acceptable behaviour? What do you think? Of course, because we once had a row because I sprayed perfume in the studio... And you went, oh, that smell, oh, it makes me feel sick, oh, my God, oh, like it was the worst thing I'd ever done. I sprayed a bit of perfume. I thought it improved the atmosphere. Are you oh, Calvin Klein's new vomit is not all it's cracked up. I'm <laughs> not sure about it. I think it's a... T- if she'd walked over to me, stood with her back and broken wind with alarming ferocity, I would have found it less offensive Which is what you said intrusive. to me and I slapped you around the face. Yes. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. So it, I can see how it's invasive because you didn't choose to have that smell in your life. I understand that. And also, we were an hour, if it was the last minute, you know, I want to, I'm meeting my boyfriend on the platform. Yeah. It's last minute thing. But an hour, she obviously was allowing time to marinate. Also, as it occurred to her, you're going to smell a perfume. Your girlfriend might be asking questions. Well, why do you think I told this story? <laughs> 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 Oh, whatever happened to the Lightly Lads? Oh, I don't know, but one of them lived with my mother. Anyway, that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next time. Welcome, This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank, Frank, Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio.